0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Soul Velocity. This is your host Snehal Singh. We have been talking to some incredible women in past few days, and each one of us has not only brought in their stories but their wisdom, their experiences, the challenges they faced and how they made it happen. Mm -hmm. Some of them have just told us how they lived their life and how they chose to look at themselves and how that changed their life. And I wanna continue this journey today as well. Today I have an amazing, amazing, amazing person with me here, uh, who is not only serving, you know, just her own clientele, but the world in very beautiful ways. Who am I talking about? I am talking about Dr. Anneli Dressen. She is the CEO of two companies, Maxac International Incorporation and the International Metaphysical Academy corporation, She's also a master certified coach, uh, her key area of, uh, you know, serving people or individuals is C-level executives and, uh, you know, people who are employee character, you know, where she does the work of employee character assessment, final selection interview, conflict, resolution intrapersonal review and so much more that is in an, another business side as well to her. And if I keep talking about her accomplishments, I think I'll go on for another 15 minutes. So I want to hold on here and I'm going to ask you know, Dr. Dresden to tell us a little bit more about who she is and what she does. So first of all, thank you, thank you, thank you Dr. Dresden, for just being here and uh, you know, supporting us with this book and sharing your story through the book as well. So tell us a little bit more about who you are. Well, again, thanks for inviting
1: me today. It's, uh, it has been such a joy to work with you guys and to work on this tremendous project to bring people, bring women uh, who are serving and uh, are really allied in this world together and share their little story, their big story. I just want to make sure um, I'm no longer serving as CEO for MakeSex International. I, I finished that in uh, 2018. Just wow. want to make sure that would be too much for me to, to do now. <laughs> but uh, my main mission is the establishment and continuation of the International Metaphysical Academy. That is really my, my heart project that is the one that, that um, I want to leave behind uh, long after I'm gone. So as you mentioned earlier, I you know I have a lot of accomplishments and you know usually when we introduce ourselves, we define ourselves by you know, what degrees we have or what positions we have in this world. But on another level, I know that uh, I am uh, simply an incarnated soul that knew before I came here that I had a task, that I had a mission. And this is something I know that is not something that I need to convince anyone of. I just know this to be true. And uh, when I look at my life, I can identify already early that uh, I knew when I was in kindergarten that, that I'm here to help people. Uh, for example, I would uh, have a hospital for ill dog, uh, ill dolls. So I would collect dolls, you know, from the neighborhood who had no arms and legs and I had little hospital beds. And I would look after them and to wrap them up. Even, even at that time, I took dolls that has no head, not knowing that of course they wouldn't survive without a head, but so I looked after them. And simultaneously, I had an imaginary school. I was teaching, I had all these healthy dolls sitting, you know, in a row and I would teach them. I had little little uh, things for them to write on and all this. So, looking back in my entire history even when i was a youth leader and then organized over 300 women within three years and later on was a part of an organization of the excellence series where i was manager and looking back i have my entire history as preparation for what i'm doing today you know all my training my extensive world travel my connections all over the world and this is what i'm doing now and uh, the academy is really the, um, the
0: most important contribution that I know how to give. Wow, I loved the way you said it. And that actually says so much about us, right? What we did as a child and what we enjoyed somewhere gets converted into passion, which then becomes our compassion and we make it as, as a part of our life. And uh, the way you spoke about your academy so can you tell us a little bit more about what is your uh, academy all about? What can on? Yes,
1: you know, thanks, yes, thanks for asking. Uh, I should backtrack. Uh, when I was a clinical counselor and I uh, encountered a number of women, particularly women who had been victimized by mediums who had been telling them horrible stories, I published articles to warn, them, warn people and to be very cautious And uh, almost comically, I was led to a a first-class, high-level medium who now resides in Austria by the name of Manuela. And it's a long story how I got there, but we met and I was absolutely blown away by the accuracy and simplicity of the information that was transmitted. This lady writes her messages from the beyond through one contact spirit alone and she writes from right to left and upside down. She was at the very shy. She doesn't give personal information and uh, the information or the majority of the information that I share through the academy is brand new metaphysical um, information that has been transmitted by the beyond. And you can imagine that this was something that was frowned upon by many of my colleagues (laughs) many people said, oh my god now she's got nuts you know she's crazy and i had even some clients of mine say you know i feel so sorry for you you're so intelligent and now you're doing something like this (laughs) but i established officially the academy already in 2009 i incorporated but it had its early beginning in 95. So I started with uh, public meetings and public lectures and uh, private spiritual study groups. So it has been a development of many, many years and it's now consisting of five major modules. Each one takes about a year. So it's it's quite an investment and it's not for everyone. It's for people who really, want to do this for themselves and also for their children and grandchildren because we have wonderful information to understand this world and life the beyond and why we're here and what our role is and also how the next few hundred years are going to look like. This is extraordinary but not only uh, do we have information about what it's going to look like but also how we can deal with all these rapid changes that started in at the beginning of 2020. So um, this is so important that I'm what, you know one of my my wishes and my hopes is to find someone who will take on the academy after I'm gone and make sure it gets continued, it continues. And uh, so it has not been going without any major challenges as you can imagine. (laughs)
0: <laughs> of course. And, uh, you know, and that's where my next question actually comes in, Dr. Dressen, is, okay. you know, there's these these things that at times people do say to us when we are on that process of finding our calling and understanding this is what my purpose is, this is what I am to serve. And uh, then there is that logical world which says, but you're so educated and you have done this. Why do you want to choose this path? So how did yes. you know that I want to go ahead with this path and this is what I want to educate the world about and you know as you said it's all about finding the truth so how did you choose your truth
1: this is a very interesting question we talk about a calling a lot and I think I, I think I titled my chapter my calling and when I was little I you know I remember in kindergarten I was praying and I and I said please god call me I, I know that you know priest type of calling and non-selfly calling I heard about that because I grew up catholic I'm no longer Catholic, but uh, I'm, I'm a metaphysical minister now, and so I'm very, very inclusive. And I asked God to please uh, call me, and I listened, and no one called. So I thought, well, I'm probably a bad kid, you know, which is what my mother told me anyway—that I was a bad kid. So I thought, well, I don't have a calling, and so I just let it go. And I remember uh, when I when I reflect on the question. I think I just intuitively followed whatever showed up in my life that was in front of me, and I I did it. You know, I, I invented, I I initiated a lot of uh, things in my life. Uh, you know, just just an amazing range of new groups, of new new um, uh, uh, yeah, new new uh, classes, new businesses even. And, uh, and everything just led me to the next step. And so my answer would be just follow my intuition and, uh, and also look for people who are leaders. I, I know I was always drawn to people who made things happen, uh, people who inspired me. And I had just a huge list all through my life. And, uh, and then, you know, it's sometimes a lonely journey and to, to uh, you know, as you may know, and to just stay true to that regardless of what your family thinks, or your neighbors, or your colleagues, uh, or my coaching group, or whoever, you know, is in my life, to just keep going uh, requires, I don't know really what it requires, just an enormous amount of something. Maybe you can call it strength, maybe you can call it, I don't know, something inside of me just, you know, Kept me going. It was my my search for truth, my search for the real stuff in life, Uh, and and so I I just kept going, and uh, it was not without pain.
0: Absolutely, and um, you're so right. Why when you say that? Because the secret of everything that you're saying right now, what I hear is no matter what, you kept going. It was Mm -hmm. that that zest of, I want to find an answer, and I want to reach there, and uh, mm-hmm. I relate a little bit with what you're saying, because I did reach that point in 2018, when I was like, do I really have any talents, and, you know, am I really special, is there anything that I'm supposed to serve, and, you know, I gave up at one point in time, and just sat down and said, God, if there is a purpose for me, you got to show up, and you've got to tell me what it is, because I don't know right now, and I'm doubting myself, and I'm wondering, if I can even serve one person. So I, I do relate to that point to some extent where, you know, it's all about surrendering and uh, mm-hmm. letting things come to us rather than continuously looking for them while you also want to find answers. Um, but Dr. Dyson I'm pretty sure, as you said, you know, it has not been an easy journey. It has, there is pain, there is challenges that, that you probably faced on your path. So was there in any... Any epic moment, which you would probably call an epic failure or uh, you know something that struck you really down. And what did you do at that time? How did you overcome that and rise again? Do you have any such experiences? There today? have been a number
1: of them in my life that were very traumatic, very traumatic. Um, probably the, the key for that would be to go within myself and just wait and have a dialogue with myself. And I did a lot of that. I didn't ever write a, a journal which is a good thing that some people can do but it really was an inner dialogue uh, most of the time that that got me through this and faith I do believe in God I do believe in a in a creator I believe you know whatever you want to call it whether it's all that is, or he or she is, whatever I mean there are hundreds and probably thousands of names I do believe in it and I also believe that there is an overall structure of order and goodness uh, that uh, permeate this world and the universe at large or several universes. And so this planet is a very chaotic one where justice is usually coincidental and it's not necessarily relating to common law uh, or to God's laws if you wish. But I have total trust that good will win no matter how distorted, how fragmented, how crazy currently this world is, and the misinformation and where you could go on and on and on about this, I do have a very strong belief that this overall goodness and order will prevail. And I think this is probably the best answer I can give you, which is to be discerning, to think, to have my own dialogue but then to resort back to my faith
0: absolutely and uh I love 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 the way you said it because it's it's believing that truth prevails at the end of the day and no matter Mm -hmm. what in it, it may not be like a complete picture but as you said fragmented in pieces but it will come together Uh, And that keeps you going. That's that's so amazing. Now, before I go to my last question, which is my favorite question, I want to ask you, is there anything that you want to tell our audience? uh, Any tips that you want to give them when they're initiating their journey of finding their truth or, uh, you know, getting or opening these doors of spirituality or whatever you call it, uh, where they're opening themselves up to more possibilities. So any tips that you want to give them? explore your spirituality find out what truth is uh, get
1: uh, look at your sources of information and then really have faith faith is the number one thing that keeps us forward and it's humility with faith Uh, that's probably the best thing I can do I mean we have all these other you know explanations and suggestions you know how to stay focused you know how to do leadership stuff I mean we all have these earthly things but it's about the inner journey. It's about that that inner knowing and and commitment to do the right thing and to serve. Uh, I think that's why we're here.
0: Absolutely, I love, love, love that. Okay, before my last question, I still have one more thing to ask you. Uh, Dr. Justin. how can someone work with you or join your academy or at least know if this is the right place for them? So how does anyone connect with you?
1: Well, probably the easiest way is just to look me up, look my name up on Google, uh, Dr. Emily Dresen, and uh, also look at my website. It's one word. It's very simple, metaphysicalacademy.com, and that's how you can reach me. Uh, Also, I'm on LinkedIn account, so you you can Google me there and find me and just contact me. I mean... Uh, this is a major commitment and I am always like to you know, meet with people now online to talk about what we have and now we are going global with our program, which is so exciting. You know, there are so many wonderful things happening because of pandemic uh, that I never dreamt of because now everything is finally speeding up and I've been attracting just incredibly wonderful people. Uh, And uh, so anyway, it's all good. And I'm very, very grateful and excited to to be part of your special group of ladies. And uh, I can share my little story with you and hopefully inspire others to be strong and to follow
0: their heart and their mind both. Yes, yes, yes. And I think your story definitely, definitely does that. And guys, the link, uh, I would be adding uh, Dr. Jason's LinkedIn link, her website, uh, in the captions here itself. So if you're listening to this, you know how to uh, get in touch with her just to click away. So go ahead and do that. And now, my favorite question, Dr. Dresen, and that is how do you want to be remembered? What do you think your legacy should be? Well,
1: you know, I don't really care about me. What I want to have is the academy. You know, I don't have kids. So my husband and I thought, you know, we may be remembered one, maybe two generations, but then. It doesn't matter anymore. What I would like to have is that the knowledge that we have, the new knowledge that comes from beyond to help us through the next 300 years is going to be available. And I really, I know when I'm out of here, I don't really care anymore what people think about me.
0: I (laughs) I love that approach.
1: (laughs) I don't care about the legacy except the work, truly. That is my, my one and only
0: desire in this life. I love, love, love the way you said it. And it's true, right? It's all about the work. And I really wish and hope that you find uh, that, you know, that those those people are, uh, you know, the individuals who can continue your metaphysical academy to the next level, to thank the next you. generation and yes. the generation after that. Uh, because yes, there is some incredible work that you're doing. And I definitely would say I would want... You know it to be passed on and on and on because there's so much wisdom and awareness and uh, you know learning that you don't mm-hmm. have to face all the challenges to get there. You can learn it because somebody else has already faced those challenges. So thank you, thank, well, you, thank you. I, doing I, I so. would like you to check it out too. You know I have a new class starting in September. Who knows? Maybe maybe this is something that uh, excites you and you're hungry for. So Absolutely. let's find out. Yes, yes, yes. And I would definitely be checking it out. And thank you, thank you. Thank you, Dr. Drissin, for being here again, sharing your story and just, you know, giving us a, a perspective today where we can see things through different eyes today. So thank you, thank you, thank you for that. All right, thank you. Thank you, guys. And guys, that was Dr. Drissin for you. Until next time, remember, we all are born abundant. All we need to do is claim that abundance. by taking one step at a time so take that one step towards your dreams your desires your goals uh towards your purpose and remember if you don't do it nobody else is going to do that for you so it's you Mm -hmm. take care it's your life your design and i will see you very 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 soon okay